Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Keith Picow is the mayor of Orland Park, and Orland Park is implementing a new policy that will bypass the Safety Act. Thank you for joining us, Mayor. What exactly do you have in place that will allow you to have a workaround when it comes to the Safety Act? We entered into a memorandum of understanding with with the ATF that makes two of our officers part-time special agents to the ATF which allows them on any crimes that are related to weapons. So a lot of the violent crimes that would be otherwise releasable or automatically released via the Safety Act would be able to go to the assistant U.S. attorney and get federal charges. And with federal charges, they can obviously keep them behind bars on bail and therefore uh, keep them away from the public and keep the public safe from violent offenders. So when that partnership was announced with ATF, it was that you were reaching out to get help because there's so many more guns being seized on your streets than there were a year ago. Are you saying that wasn't the case, that it was all just a sort of a scheme to uh, get around the Safety Act? Uh, so, well, I wouldn't classify any of this as a scheme. No, okay. Um, this was... Uh, uh, so we've used this in the past where we've had to go to the federal government to and to the AUSA to try and go around uh, for crimes that Kim Fox wouldn't uh, wouldn't charge. So we've done this in the past, but it's a longer workaround because we don't actually have a uh, an ATF agent. So we have to go through a liaison. It takes some time. This way, our officers can go directly to the AUSA because they're um, because they are special agents with the ATF and bypass all of that uh that red tape, if you will. I, I just want you said earlier uh, you made reference to a crime where it said it was an automatic release or something like like that. Uh, supporters of the bill, the people who wrote the bill, say there's no such thing as an automatic release, right? That it, a judge could still hold someone if he or she thought the person was a danger to the community or a threat to flee. Is that your understanding? Uh, that is actually a, a threat to the community is actually not a reason. Specifically, it says that if they're a threat to the community, um, they it's a non-detainable offense. It is only detainable if, and the burden falls on the prosecution to prove this, which it doesn't currently. Within 48 hours, they have to prove that someone is a specific threat to a specific person. So it is not a threat to the community at large or just that they're dangerous to someone in the community. They have to identify the specific person they're a threat to, which will be nearly impossible to do. Certainly will not happen in Cook County. I understand the concern about the no-cash bail and the Safety Act, but when I looked at the median household income in Orland Park, it's about $84,000 a year with a 4.9% poverty rate. If you go to Peoria, that median income is 51000 with a 19% poverty rate. If you go to Danville, Illinois, it's 37000 for the median income with a 29% poverty rate, where one-third of the people in Danville just wouldn't be able to make cash bail, meaning they couldn't get to their job the next day or they couldn't take care of their kids. So do you have any empathy for those people who might not have committed a crime but have been charged and are sitting in jail for six months trying to get out and not having anyone take care of their kids? So if you if you want to adjust cash bail for low-level offenses, that's one thing. We're talking about violent criminals. I'll give you a specific example. We had a, a criminal, it was a third-time crime, uh, two Class X felonies, 
from Kim Fox, $5,000 bail. And he was out on probation for second-degree murder. And I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't want somebody who attempted to kill me. $5,000 bail, $5, bail, which means 500 bucks to be released. That's the kind of bails that we're getting. We alerted the federal government. We alerted the feds. They put a hold on that individual, and then he was held without bail like he should have been. Mayor, I want to go back to what you said about uh, the threats and, and whether or not a judge can hold someone it, uh, it for pretrial release. Because you know the, we've been talking a lot about this. A lot of people are telling wildly different versions of this. And uh, we've generally been s- sending people to our webpage or Channel 9's webpage for a fact-checked article. And one of the fact-checks is about this very thing. And in the article, and I'm going to read this, it is in quotes from the bill. Uh, A judge may revoke pretrial release from any perpetrator who, quote, poses a specific, real and present threat to any person or the community, end quote. Are you saying that's wrong? They have to. They have to. No, I'm I'm asking you. I'm asking you if to quote, because you can can talk to the 100 different state's attorneys that are against this bill. No, I know that. I have the fact out. they are attorneys and they have said that they have to provide a specific threat to a specific individual. So you're telling me that they passed a 760-page bill that didn't change anything for judges, which is their talking point? Your Honor, people are very confused about this. I'm confused about this. We want to understand what it is. And people come on the radio, give very different versions. Now, you just said that you said something contrary to what's in the quote about this bill. Are you telling me this quote poses a specific, real, and present threat to any person or the community is wrong? It has to be a specific person, and it has to be proved within 48 hours. Okay, so then this quote I'm reading from is is incorrect, because this says, or the community. According to all of the uh, state's attorneys that I've spoken to, that is correct. This is the mayor of... I'm quoting from, just so you know, Your Honor, this quote is from the bill. That's all, Lisa. Okay, I just wanted to reintroduce some people are just jumping in their car. Maybe they know your voice, especially if they live in Orland Park, but this is the mayor of Orland Park. And um, so... Using the ATF to bypass the Safety Act, that particular thing, the no-cash bail, are there other aspects in those 764 pages that you strongly disagree with and would like to bypass as well? Uh, there are several things in that bill that are that, that should not uh, be in place. And any time you pass a 760-page bill with 40 minutes to read it, uh, that is a, is a huge problem. It, we're not the only ones. Every throughout the throughout the state, a hundred different states attorneys say this is absolutely dangerous. The fact that you have made trespassing a lower level misdemeanor so that people cannot be removed from your property. They can only be ticketed. And it says shall issue a citation. That means they can they can't touch you. They can so they can take residence in your yard, on in your shed, and they can't be touched. Well, if they're in their shed, isn't that trespassing then? And isn't that a different charge completely? Trespassing has been lowered to a lower level misdemeanor. What about the use of body cameras statewide by 2025? Is that something that you support or is that something you have an issue with? We already put body cameras on our officers and we actually had already approved it when this was passed. We refused to put them in those body cameras because the law as originally passed said that that officers could not look at their body cameras to do to write a report, then anything that was different from the body camera, what was in the report, could be used to impeach the officers. Well, why would that be in the bill? 
Now, we demanded that that be fixed. It was fixed in a trailer bill, so then we put our officers in body cams. And, and Mayor, um, However, I'm, we can afford it. Not I, every town can afford right. it, and there was no money to give to those, the Danvilles that you mentioned. There's no money for them to put people in body cams. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, we got to jump over to the news. Do you think other towns will follow suit and do what you're doing? Uh, I would think that they would because it's a way to keep violent criminals off the streets. The mayor of Orland Park, Keith Peacow, on Chicago's Afternoon News. Steve has your news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.